I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner. Hey, welcome to Not The Weekend Podcast. I'm Frank Skinner. (laughs) And I'm here with uh, Emily and Gareth. Hello. And this is uh, an absolute radio thing that we do. Mm. Some of you may have heard it before. Some of you may may be new to the fold. What, with the blaze of publicity we've had over the last 48 (laughs) hours, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, welcome. And it's it's great to see you. In case you're wondering uh, what the hell I'm I'm uh, discussing here, mm. we are now officially the award-winning uh, radio program. I'm so excited about it. Best oh. entertainment. Yes. The best entertainment on all of the radio. What well, if you said best it's entertainment? all of... No, you yes, might, it, it makes is. us sound arrogant when you say it well, like that's that. That's we are now. No, be arrogant, but don't sound it. No, no, I've actually... Uh, <laughs> I spent the whole of this morning scratching onto the uh, award <laughs> in brackets in all of radio. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that's fine. In double writing. Yeah. I did say to Gareth Frank, what did I say in the car <laughs> on the way home when we left the ceremony? <laughs> I said I was happy because I said... I like this because it means I'll be able to bring it up in rows. I can use it in rows with people. <laughs> Just that I've won a Sony. How will you use that? <laughs> well, there'll be a poor man in a cafe that yeah. gets the order wrong. Do you know? <laughs> oh, I thought you meant personal rows. Yes, <laughs> no, you've no, never, you've never, you've never been the same with me since I won that Sony <laughs> Award in 2011. Uh, best entertainment. <laughs> Oh, non-regional. It's nice, though. One has to make the most of these moments because there'll be, I'm sure, many defeats to come. Well, uh, you know, if the good Lord spends, spares us and the creeks don't rise. Mm. Yes, I say the creeks true. don't rise. That's another story. Yeah. Bear in mind, um, it's all right for you guys. All you did was taste success, but I had two individual awards where I did not even <laughs> oh, feature Brian! in the bronze category. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but in fairness, but, um, one of the awards that you were nominated for, mm-hmm. Best Speech Radio Personality, um, <laughs> you were still doing all your press conference thing and posing with Jamie Cullum, your new best friend, oh, yes. backstage. Jamie Cullum, who says he's a big fan of the show, yes. listens often, you know, we must play more jazz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he came and stood quite near me, I thought. I'm not saying why. <laughs> But no. he did stand near me for the photo. I think you did have a very ornate belt buckle <laughs> he was admiring. I thought he was standing very far away, but it was just because of how small he was. Well, that's perspective, do yeah. you see? Yeah. Amazing. Anyway, so I, I won't lie, there were, I mean, there was a disappointment for me as well. Oh. I mean, I, you know... That'll be a relief to people to hear. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's, you know, you've got to have light and dark in life. And... Um, uh, and I was up for um, best music personality, best speech personality, and, and as I say, I didn't even feature in the first three of, of either. It was almost as if they put me up just to knock me down. However... <laughs> yeah, but Frank, best music personality was Ronnie Wood, who had his posse with him. Yeah, but how great that Ronnie Wood was there. Hey, they, are they a murder of crows, then? I think they That's are. That's what they are. It's I love ma- the posse. It's only a matter of time, I would have thought. <laughs> um, oh, no, but the... Uh, the last time I was uh, nominated for an award with the word personality in it, I lost to Michael Barrymore. Ah. So at least this is a, yeah. that's an improvement on that. To lose to Danny Baker and Ronnie Wood is, is in a way an honour. 
Yeah. Nevertheless, I thought I could have been in the silver or bronze. I mean, I don't want to go on about it. But I'm, it was about ten minutes after winning uh, the best uh, entertainment that the nagging pain of losing the other two started to oh, no. started to hit. <laughs> but you know, to be true, I could have danced all night. I could have. Done, I couldn't actually because I got a bad knee. But you know, in my mind, I could have danced. Mental dancing, one of my mm. favourites, and. Um, and Chris Evans hosted the evening. Who I, I, you see a lot of award ceremonies. They're quite dull, I think. And yet he brings that barely suppressed rage and bitterness, which to me <laughs> gives was... the evening a bit of a je ne sais quoi. <laughs> yes. What was going on was with the something. suit? It was a bit sort of Egyptian businessman. Yes. It was a, it he was... needed a fest to round it off. <laughs> A li- a li- and he had his propellers on the ceiling going round. Maybe a small man in a, in a long nightshirt trying to sell him dirty postcards. He did get angry at one point yeah. as well. At a, one a, point. I think <laughs> you'll find he, was, he, he rode a, a wave of rage for the whole night. Well, a woman came on and she was one of those yes. a tiny, very, a very tiny Sony little... award women, if you know what I mean by that. What, sort of Radio Margate? <laughs> a tiny little old lady. There was a lot of draping and dangly earrings, you know. Mm. And she came on and she said something like, oh, I've been looking all night you've got a stain on the back of your jacket <laughs> yes he did do that and um, he said yes one of the waiters banged into he got quite angry didn't yeah, he yes. he said i got banged into by a, a tray of food i thought he was going to beat her to death the way he looked <laughs> i didn't terrifying. think he was going to do that i thought he was going to um just three or four blows to the lower <laughs> abdomen just so she went down and then he'd have held the mic at the suitable level so she could <laughs> accept it from her knees no, it was. Um, I, I think he does make it interesting. Yeah, because often it is a bit bland, and you, uh, I, I, you do feel that he mm. could he could snap at any moment. Now it's that it's that tension in the air, mm. which lifts the whole event. Was a charity auction at one point that he yeah. did? Yes, I was charity auction. Uh, I wasn't. Uh, wasn't sure about that. <laughs> he was getting excited. He was stamping his little Caramac shoes. He was shouting. Was mm. what he was doing. He was shouting, and then there was Frank. A- can I ask you guys something? Why did Robbie Savage have? A, an entirely separate section of the evening devoted to him. We got there, we sat down, there was an, Chris Evans came on, there was music, Robbie Savage gets an award, and then that part of the evening finished. No, Chris Evans didn't come on, did Oh, they? did he not? Was it just no, Robbie Savage? Even the proper host doesn't give that first award. It's for best newcomers. No, you know it? why that is? <gasps> I've worked it out. Well, that was Jerry Halliwell who gave that award, and they've got history, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. but um, I think it's surely they've, uh, they've excused that now. Oh, not if they're anything like me, they haven't. <laughs> oh, no. Poor Jerry lying on her bed in dirty pyjamas, having just been to the all-night garage to get £433 worth of chocolate. I mean, was it worth it? <laughs> I don't think so. I thought she looked fabulous. I like mm. an exposed zip on a woman. Mm. Well, don't talk to me about zips. Why? I had a wardrobe malfunction, which I kept from you. Well, Janet Jackson. Well, I thought you'd be stiff with stress if you knew about it. Oh, I would have been stiff with stress if I'd seen it, probably. Um... Before I came out... Are you I ch- eating, by yes, the way? Yes, I'm, I'm going to take it out. You're, you're chewing. I'm award-winning now. Yeah. Um, I tried the dress on, Frank. It was all perfect. It had, you know, one of those zips that goes the entire length of the dress? Yes. Do you know that? Oh, I know the type you Gareth, mean. do you know it? Yes. OK. So, it all fitted beautifully, if I may say so. As I went to take it off, came clean off in my hand, the top of the zip, exposing the teeth of the zip... Separated. It was like I was wearing a, an operating gown or something. At oh, the back. It's, like, it's like the Jaws poster. <laughs> yes. Can you imagine if that had happened on stage whilst we were accepting the Sony Award? Mm, I can. So yes. I had to do a quick swap. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? Oh, right. Yeah. 
Well, well, you good on you for your, no, your last-minute professionalism. I like Jenny Morris outfit. It looked like she'd come out in a sort of a black velvet top and leggings. Mm. And then um, mischievous boys had placed a tapestry <laughs> over one shoulder, of which, yeah. which she was not aware. I bet she looks in the mirror and goes, what on earth? <laughs> I, felt a, I felt a heaviness on my right shoulder. I thought it was some sort of stroke. But, my God, it's a, it's a damn tapestry. <laughs> Weird. It was a fun night, though. I, uh, I did my, uh, I did my speech. Your speech was good. I liked I'll it. I tell you about my speech. I, um, I did um, what? I, I did a Hamlet reference. Did which you? I think you should always do. Yeah, because yeah, I pointed out that many years ago I, I said that it would be possible to tell if my career was in ruins because um, you'd hear me saying I was passionate about radio. Mm. And then I said, I don't know if you're familiar with my own petard, but oh, yeah. uh, it's very um, suitable for hoisting. Yes, I like that. There was three or four laughs from Radio 4, nothing from TalkSport. <laughs> In fact, Andy Gray looked at me as if I'd said something obscene. <laughs> he was enraged by such a reference. Uh, and I, 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 I thought after, was it a bit... Did I, ha- did I aim to... Or was it pretentious, is what I thought. And then I thought, No. Mm. That was my uh, thought processes, basically, after it, in between, but not even bronze, which just kept coming back at me like a big screaming (laughs) kestrel. (laughs) And two different hosts of eggheads on the stage as well. Now, one of those is a friend of mine, Dermot Murnahan. Is he really? Yeah. Do you know Eggheads is one of my favourite programmes? Is it? I absolutely love it. You don't? Honestly, I do. Yeah, something that money can't buy, the egghead's reputation. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, it it wouldn't be able to buy that if it wasn't for the super injunctions. No, I uh, I love eggheads. It's it's, Oh, God, it's the best thing. Who's the other presenter then? Dermot Manahan? And Jeremy Vine. Vine. Oh, Jeremy Vine. Mm. Oh, I didn't know he did that. Oh, God, yeah. Do you know when... uh, when, uh, We shouldn't go on about this because people are probably already bored, but when they actually announced the winner, I, I actually punched the air. I saw that. Yeah, I, I mean, which you're not... I don't think you're supposed to do at the top end. No. No, that was a bit um, best station with less than 300 listeners, Radio Wiltshire <laughs> response. I liked it when... I thought you were aiming for me, but just missed it. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, Ronnie Wood, they had some absolute was nominated for some best branded content. He was going, yeah! <laughs> Trying to be the company man, yeah. which I really enjoyed. Oh, good. <laughs> yes, he's really taken to it, I must say. I was, uh, I was talking to him before, and he was saying how thrilled he was to be nominated. Ronnie Wood. Oh, Ronnie. Oh, great. Frank, I was embarrassed that when... And then he went... (laughs) 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 And soared across the bar. When I realised Wurzel Gommage had come in from the toilet. (laughs) Scared the hell out of him. When the nomination was... When it it emerged that we'd won, which was a great moment for all of us. I'm going to talk about this a lot. (laughs) I'm not going to stop. Are we an hour in yet? Yeah. (laughs) What was rather embarrassing was that you punched the air, which is, you know, you do your thing, that's fine. Mm. Gareth, I didn't see what you were doing, but I jumped up in excitement and ran towards the stage full pelt. <laughs> well, you were certainly there before me. I was. I thought I was going to have to take you down. <laughs> and then I thought, well, I better hang back a bit because I thought, well, I can't be the first one on. It'll just be me and Chris Evans. That's going to be awful. So I just hung back and had to wait for you. That was really awkward. You took so long to get up. I've you were doing a... an Oscar thing, shaking hands with people. No. Oh, I've got a, oh, I've got a bad leg. And also, I thought the limp to the stage was quite a romantic moment. <laughs> I think it's like when Douglas Barter. I think Douglas Barter got the VC. 
don't know if you remember that moment. Old Tin Legs, they called him. Because you couldn't do that now with the political correctness, but he just smiled. <laughs> well, anyway, it was a very special night, but let's not go on and on about it. Let's just say that without our valid and loved listeners, there would be no show, so uh, we share this award with all of you. In fact, I'm going to... Take a plane to it tonight and get a series of small <laughs> slivers. <laughs> and then, if you would all text in, I'm going to send out bits of it. I remember I bought an Elvis um, box set, uh, be about, ooh, probably 1971, which had a little bit of his clothing in it, cut with like a crimped scissor, you know, with like a jagged edge. Mine was a sort of, uh, sort of mustard terry toweling. I'll never know what the garment was, but uh, <laughs> it was special to me. I wore it as a posing pouch for four years before it disintegrated. <laughs> it was the acidity, you see. <laughs> oh, anyway. Yes. Well, this, um, Frank, this has been quite a week for me. Not only did I win a Sony Award, well, you know, part of the team. No, you won. I was also, I was on telly. <laughs> really? They let me on telly, I know Frank. this is mean, but I really feel depressed that we're not talking about the Sony Award. <laughs> well, I'm sure <laughs> I dare say we'll come back to it. <laughs> OK. It's good that we got this out the way, not the weekend, because on the show, by now, it would be unbearable. Play a song, some adverts. Oh, another thing about the uh, Saudi Awards. God, I don't know what I'll be like after the Archivas. Mm. No, we're not allowed. Quite, we're not going to that. Dog. We're not going to that. Well, you're, well I, it's, me no, they, 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 it's me and Dave. You okay. say it's nominated. Okay. So you're not. Oh, you? I didn't stop. That won't stop me getting on stage, will it? No, of course not. I thought you were hosting. <laughs> So, go on. Sorry, Gary. No, I, I was on telly, yeah, for the first ever time. Um, on Crime the, um, Watch? Russell, no. Russell okay. Howard, Good News, doing stand up comedy. Really? Yes, well, you could have told end. me. I would have watched that. I had to put it on Facebook. Thanks, <laughs> <Do> you, <laughs> <think? laughs> you know I'm a My Face purist. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can still see it on iPlayer. But no, yeah. I, I watched mean, it. it was, um, I thought you were brilliant. Oh, it was you, really Emily. good. I got brilliant, really excited. Yeah, exactly. I say brilliant. It was good. I did look good. No, I didn't up. say you looked good. Oh, right. Sorry. You di- right. I didn't not say you looked good. <laughs> don't, don't, don't put words in, uh, in Emily's okay. mouth. I wonder if there were people watching who knew you from this show and hadn't seen you before. Well, no, yeah, people have, um, have tweeted me and stuff and said it's amazing to see and hear me at the same time. Mm. And they had no idea that I looked the way I do. <laughs> well, it is true, That's not, That doesn't sound good. No, it's well, it's not so true nowadays when, um, you know, people are in the papers and the, the tabloid things and all that. But when I was a kid, certainly, the first time uh, you saw someone who you knew from the radio, yeah. it was often quite a shock. I went mm. to a, a, live, um, a live night with Dave Lee Travis, the hairy oh, cornflake. Wow. And uh, I remember there was a bit where uh, he said, right, we need some volunteers, we need some volunteers on stage. And me and uh, a couple of mates went bounding up on stage. And he said, I'll choose. I'll, he said, I decide who's on stage and who isn't. Wow. And it was a bit of a... Mm. Of course, he now realises that he was, he was quite wrong about that. <laughs> <laughs> that it's the show of his gods who decide <laughs> who's on stage and who isn't. But because um, he was a bit haughty... I never yeah. really liked listening mm. to him again. And I didn't, I didn't know... I, I, when he spoke of the airy cornflake, I didn't know it was the full beard thing. Ah. Because they weren't in the papers then. So there be, will be people yes. who were Well, the Sonys are like... We were at the Sony Awards um, last night and won uh, Best Entertainment, and that is like that, isn't it? You see lots of people who you haven't seen before. I saw the guy who was... Um, who Emily was talking to someone 
the guy. Well, who don't say uh, that. Could be someone I was chatting up, and you'll embarrass me. Who was uh, I chatting so, to? No, I think it was Nick Ferrari. It was the person who was on Jonathan Ross's show. Oh, Andy. Oh, yeah, he's Andy. Fine. He doesn't count. Andy. Yeah, no, I had. I, I had a very oh, vivid image. Like? I had a very vivid image of what he looked like in my mind from his voice. It's not the same person. Mm. Who is that person I was seeing? No, it is a big thing. But that's uh, that's great. The first I remember yes. my my first telly. I was uh, I did a thing called uh, First Exposure. It was called. Wow. Um, I don't like that, the sound of that. That does sound like crime watch. <laughs> well, it was uh, it was new uh, new comedians. Do you see? Mm, yeah. And uh, I was introduced as Frank Spencer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now that's an awkward moment. Isn't it when you uh, you know you're a bit nervous first telling? Can, can I say before we go any further in this conversation, let's make a, let's make a pact now, none of us do, to do a Frank Spencer impression. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's just in case you felt one bobbling under, <laughs> just stop. no. Uh, but it, it kind of um, it, it sort of pulled the rug from under me, if you know what I mean. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I thought it was. And that was Arthur Smith introducing. I, I don't know if you remember her. <laughs> <laughs> And at the end, I did, I did a, a, a routine about uh, sneezing. Five minutes about sneezing. Oh. It was basically around the fact that my dad used to do big sneezes, like, you know, with no hand in front of the mouth when I was a... You know, so you could feel the spray yeah. the other side of the room. Uh, but I've, when I met middle-class people for the first time, they did that... You know that? Oh, yes. Sneeze. And it was basically all about that. Culture shock. Good little bit of observation comedy there. Yeah, exactly. Ten out of ten. No, oh, I um, I loved it. And then um, I remember at the end, I watched it back. Yeah, some time later, because I didn't have a video recorder at the time. And at the end, they laughed and they applauded. And I said, "Thank you. You've been very kind." And I thought, "You oh. pathetic <laughs> vermin." I thought. Me. <laughs> yeah, of the crowd. Not of me. No, no, of, 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 of me. Yeah, I, I was really trying to, you know, be. That's quite a nice old-fashioned thing, though, Frank. No, it's it's just a manner thing. And then the second time I did telly, I um, I hosted a show, which meant obviously I kept coming on and going back, and the audience really tired of me about halfway through. And I, did, to be honest, I didn't have enough material at that stage of my career. So towards the end, it was thin. It was thin gruel, and unfortunately, I was dressed as a as a. A ninja mutant teenage thingy turtle. Really? And uh, it's bad enough to go badly, but you don't want to be dressed as a cartoon <laughs> character at the same time. It was an awful combination. <laughs> Why were you dressed yeah. as a as Because a I did some material about, he did the, material. about the ninjas. That's um, the way he used to roll. Really? Um, Frank, how old were you your first appearance then on TV? I think I was 56. <laughs> how old were you really? Um, I would be 30. Gareth, yours? Thirty-one. I'm thirty-one. I was seven. <laughs> I'm just saying. Wow. So what? What were you? What were you when you were seven? It was a Did play you for today. And squeam until a play no. for today. Yes. That's absolutely marvellous. <laughs> what sort of black and white? It was ex- no. It wasn't black and white. I'm How sorry. dare you? I'm, I'm, it was see, I'm, I'm thinking of you in sepia. No. It was exploring social issues, social themes of the day as they tended oh, to. That's a rush, rubbish title. No, it was called Don't Be Silly, the title of <laughs> the day. Don't Be Silly? Yes. Was it about precocious children? It no. A, it was an attack on mental illness. <laughs> it was... <laughs> what, was it, so what was it about? It was about a man who wasn't very nice to his wife. Silly. OK. Uh, um, yeah. He didn't treat her in a very nice way. I don't know if I should even say it. It seems a bit heavy for our show. OK. It was it was kind of domestic issues, oh, if you no. know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I played the child. Oh, you played the screaming. Mm. Uh, child. Wait, how do you know I'm 
was screaming. Why do you assume I was screaming? I was a lovely child. Well, if there was horribleness going on in the domestic circumstance, I hope you weren't just sitting there smirking like some like the bad seed. I, I cried a few times. I was very good at crying on command. But um, <laughs> yes, well, that's how you got most of your toys. <laughs> <laughs> and my boyfriend. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that was my. And I think the arrest and imprisonment of your own sister, if I remember right, with some trumped up charge. That was my first role. Shortly after that, followed the gentle touch, then the professionals. The well, that's it's, it's, it's a well known. Uh, <laughs> I find the professionals often turn off after the gentle touch. <laughs> oh my goodness me. And then then, uh, there was Raising the Titanic. Yeah, never easy. (laughs) You were in that. Yes. I worked a lot. I was good. What did you, uh, what what part did you play in the Titanic? Well, it was awful. You were a penguin. Well, no. On the iceberg. It was awful. Because the the drama school I was at, where we were divided, basically, into, there were the children on the bottom half of the the ship. Yes, I am. Yeah, okay. And then I was the one child, and I had to go in the up, up, upper deck area in a posh dress. Oh, right. At the time, I didn't like it because I couldn't be with my friends. Now I'm hugely and relieved. you being typecast. I... Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was saved. They weren't saved. Oh, you were saved? Mm-hmm. Well, women and children first, obviously, so. Mm, yeah. You'd have been in there. You should, not, have, you should not... have let someone else in the boat with you, though. <laughs> I think she had a couple of manservants. <laughs> <laughs> It's not the Titanic film you really want to be, is it? <laughs> Raise the Titanic. No. Was it, yeah, or SOS Titanic? Raise the Titanic? I can't remember. It was I the one so made many... by Lou Grade. It's the one of which Lou Grade said it would have been cheaper to raise <laughs> the bloody real thing. <laughs> Darling, I got paid. That's all I care about. Yeah, that, that's mm. great to have been in. I love these little insights. You see, you've kept all that quiet. I had no idea that you were in all those things. Oh, yeah. A huge, huge back catalogue. And weren't you, um, weren't you roadkill in Russell Gommage? <laughs> <laughs> you played half a fox, I think. In uh... <laughs> oh goodness! Hey, so I know what I wanted to ask you guys. Have you heard about this show mm. called uh, "It's Simon Cowell's New Project"? And I, I love a new Cowell project because everything he does is good. Generally, isn't it? Is it the American X Factor thing? No. With oh no, this is called Red or Black. Oh, re- oh, yes. Do you know Red or Black? Yes, I watched the uh, this morning uh, Omnibus on uh, Saturday morning. Is it Saturday or Sunday morning? I uh, don't know. I've never watched it. You don't watch the This Morning Omnibus? <laughs> no. Oh. that was Pippi Schofield. Pippi Schofield and not Holly Willoughby, someone um, someone else, someone from Loose Women. Is it on. someone Welsh? It normally is. Um, I, I, didn't, I didn't have the sound up. Oh. <laughs> Obviously. Well, I wouldn't be able to hear my own snide remarks. <laughs> no, I didn't know who she was, but she seemed a perfectly nice person. Mm. Philip, I always think, could kill if it was for his career. <laughs> and has. But anyway, Ant and Deck were on. Oh, were they? Were they talking about Red or Black? And they were, they were talking about, yeah. And um, it's the first time it's ever struck me that Ant and Deck are, are getting a bit older. Yeah, because they were talking about. They used the phrase. I don't know if I've got this right. Actually, they said. Oh, uh, they're talking about red. They said, "Yes, yeah, someone sent us the sizzler," and we watched that. I think they said sizzler, and they said that's a sort of little taster of the thing, which is supposed to get you excited. Oh yeah. And uh, an ant said, "You know, what's the best one I've ever seen?" And we thought we must be involved with that. And suddenly they sounded like TV moguls. <laughs> they sounded like a pair of moguls. Yeah. 
They shouldn't be moguls. No, they, and, and uh, they just... I just felt now that they're kind of astute businessmen, you know, rather than young, lovable lads. They've gone a bit Geordie fat cats. Well, you're funny you should say that, because they had a clip of the last time they were on <laughs> when um, they broke into the studio collecting souvenirs for Comet Relief. I don't know if you remember that prank oh, they carried laughed. out. And, uh, and picked up a big piece of cake and went, oh, I wanted some cake. And then he took a <laughs> tiny, tiny nibble like he thought, oh, better watch my weight. And you don't want Ant to be watching his weight. No. Mm. But anyway, they were they were very excited. They're excited about, about Red. Have you heard mm. about Red or Black Girls? I have. Yes, it's based on roulette. Is that right? Well, it is the roulette red, red. essentially. I think. <laughs> okay. Is, is it? it not not a great show mm. for television? I would have thought roulette. Well, there's ten stages, I think, which each stage will be a fifty-fifty something that could go either way, and lots Sorry, of fifty-fifty something yes. that could go either way. Yeah, lots of people start off, and then there's ten stages, and then it gets finally gradually cut down to fewer people yeah but what you should have pitched that because that <laughs> yeah. is brilliant oh i think that was the sizzler and that they watched it was gareth just saying that into camera in the darkly lit room that would have won me over yeah what's well, the best sizzler i've ever seen man well if i just said and simon cow thought of it and if you don't be in it he'll destroy you then but also well, gareth, what i don't that. understand the premise of the show then mm. is someone every every week going to say all right, mate, is it red or black? Yeah. It's black. All right, no, it's red. Sorry, mate, that's all we got time for. That's basically. That's what it is, isn't it? No, that's what um, Simon says, that's what live TV's all about. People might not even win, and, yeah. No, no, but it's not that they won't win. It's a, a quiz show. It's like you take eggheads. There's some quite testing questions in that. Not red or black. <laughs> is it suggesting that people are now so stupid? It probably, they probably don't have to get... What he probably does, he probably holds up a card which is either red or black <laughs> and they have to identify which one it is. It seems to be absolutely looking down on the public and regarding them as complete imbeciles. In well, fact, the, it's, the it's very basically, idea. It's what's made Simon Cowell such a rich man. Do we need a show that does that after well, Britain's uh, Got Talent? Taking... Well, he's stripped away all the nonsense, hasn't he? He's now just saying, <laughs> yes. we're acknowledging your idiots for some money. Just come on and just point at something and we'll give you some money or we won't. I'll be the judge of that. Hmm. Apparently, is it true it's taking place in Wembley Arena? Because yeah, roulette wheels that, are yeah. only about 22 inches in diameter. <laughs> is it Wembley Arena? Oh, yes. it's going to be a bit famous and fearless. But you <laughs> can't see. If you're up in the... Go- How are you going to see that It's going to be a really big one. It's going to be a really, be a really well. big Why do you so, speak so confidently oh, about, about the show? It. You I've can make research. the sizzler. I've done research. <laughs> yeah. 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 And in your um, new work, the- Siz- Sizzler host. <laughs> <laughs> There's one Imagine that's... if that was Gareth's part-time job. <laughs> Gareth Richards brackets sizzler. <laughs> oh, and there, there's going to be some. <laughs> it might not even be sizzler. I might have got the word wrong, but who cares? Yeah. It is sizzler now in our, in our little studio. Mm. There's going to be one thing where um, there's two rockets: a red rocket and a black <coughs> rocket, with a person attached to it. What? And people, yes, and Simon says that he will be attached to the rocket. Simon Cowell will be on yeah, the... Yeah, he'll be on a rocket. He won't be on a rocket. He won't be. <laughs> be attached to a rocket. A little black hairdo sticking out. <laughs> or re- or red hairdo, depending oh, yeah. what week. Well, no, he'll have to be the black one, and then someone, I guess, um, what's the name? What's the name? Sharon Osborne can be the red one. Oh. Mm-hmm. She gets red oh, hair. Yeah. You're taking it very literally, the red or black. <laughs> That could just be the tip of the cannon. It It doesn't have to be the hair colour. Well, I was watching Eggheads this week, and you know my... (laughs) Stop going on about 
dickheads. It's the fourth time you've mentioned no, it today. No, but this, this, you know, one of my pet hates. A guy was asked a question, and he said, oh, a bit before my time, really. <laughs> oh, it's your worst thing, Frank. Oh, memory confused with history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And on eggheads, you know, which has got high standards, and they let it pass. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I, who... Get off. Get off, eggheads. That's, get off. Go on. Get off. I wish that's what they'd have done. That big one with the, with the uh, rugby shirts and the sideburns. Chris. What, on eggheads? Yeah, I wish you'd have Why done Why are you talking to about. us like we know? Do you not watch it? No. Is it the same people times. every week? Then Why are you saying that big one with yeah, the, the rugby thing? The eggheads. They're the eggheads. Well, there's oh, a are they no, the same are, cast of characters yeah. no, there then are every a week? Couple, there are a couple that... Uh, Sit in Actually, Frank, I tell her like Judith Dimmons yes, is an egghead. The woman who won Millionaire, mm. she was an egghead. She's my she? um, would but shouldn't. Oh. If you remember when we talked about would but shouldn't, goodness, yes, I do, but I I didn't recall you mentioning her. Yeah, but I, mu- I must have said that eighteen months ago. Okay. Now it's would but couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that, I, well, anyway, we're not talking about. So, it again, do you but... think this will this will be this will do well? This. There'll be no general knowledge questions or... It says there'll be no physical challenges, though, but what's the rocket, then? Well, you, you I think it'll be... I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I guess it'll be which I one. I don't think that was in the sizzler. <laughs> <laughs> so that's no, the thought. I only know the information they've given me. Yeah, exactly. It's all auto cue. I like that it says there'll be no general knowledge questions or physical challenges, just red or black. <laughs> Doesn't tell you much. And, and Simon Cowell just giving away a million pounds every week, that's just because he can, isn't he? It's not probably not ITV's money. It's probably that's just the injunction. It's probably something he's found in his gardening trousers. Yeah. It's probably for tax purposes. Yeah. Probably needs to get shift some of it. It's his version of, of that moment on Family Fortunes when Les Dennis used to say, and if it's there, I'll give you the money myself. <laughs> but Simon Cowell really would. I used to love it when Les said that. It was, it was subverting the whole quiz show idea. Oh, I love the host. Well. The host is gonna, <laughs> is gonna break through the system and start handing out money from his own pocket. What's going on, Les? No good will come of it. You'll be glad of that money one day, and sure enough. Mm. <laughs> well, I I look forward to seeing it. Mm. I'm actually I've been asked to uh, host Blind Date, um, <gasps> the new Blind Date in Iran. Uh. <laughs> oh yeah, they, God. <laughs> Save a lot of money on screens. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.